music, arts, and lifestyle. Back to the Mulberry Lane Show, brought to you by Elisa Ilana Jewelry. Now, here's Mulberry Lane. More behind the music stories as we continue our chat with Wayne Nelson of Little River Band. Okay, now let's talk about your history. Now, before you were with Little River Band, you toured with Jim Messina's band that toured with Little River Band. Exactly. I went from Chicago, I went to L.A. to find fame and fortune and good music, and um, I answered Jim Messina's ad. He was looking for a bass player that sings, and so I had been a big fan of the music and whatever. I went up and auditioned, and we hit it off, so I had that job for a couple years, and only significant touring was to open for Little River Band for two weeks during a run where they were doing a live uh, double album. And at the end of it, they came up to me and said, do you want to join up with us and record and tour and blah, blah, blah. And, and I just kind of looked at him and said, no, nah, not really. I'm, I'm in this band and, you know, we've got our own songs and Jim Messina is going to produce us and so on and so forth. So I turned him down. Okay. And, wow. um, and three weeks later, the whole Messina thing fell apart. Mm-hmm. And so I called back, you know, figuring I'm going to hear the, the, the phone slam down. And they said, yeah, we're not doing anything until April of next year. Uh, we'll call you back. Okay. I figured that was the end of that. And sure enough, they called back in March and said, here's the schedule. We're going around the world. Come down and rehearse, and off we go. And so this time I said yes. Wow. Okay, so what was that like, stepping in to that band at that point? Very strange, I have to say. Because, first of all, they were all Australians. Mm -hmm. And, you know, all of the work happened there on their home turf. So that was an adventure in itself. But the thing that I was shocked about was Little River Band's music is... I don't want to say complex, but it's very layered. There's lots of stuff going on in and around the arrangements, and there's lots of vocals, and there's, you guys know, three-part harmonies require at least a certain ear, and I would have thought a knowledge of music, and they would have had things on paper and so on and so forth. There was nothing. Wow. This was Mm -hmm. all by ear. Mm -hmm. It was all, here are the songs, learn them, and be ready to play on Monday. And it was, there was no paper for me. There was no chart or plan or anything it was show up plug in and we count to four and here we go so like completely authentic it was completely authentic it was very from the ground up Mm -hmm. now i have to say luckily that's the way i had learned music and then i ran into somebody who later on taught me about what my ear was telling me to do so i had both things going for me so it was easy to adapt but that's exactly what I had to do. There was no outside influence or guidance. It was like, step in and, and hang on. So okay. uh, it was very interesting. But boy, I'll tell you, my first show with the band was in front of 130,000 people in Germany. And it was an absolute eye-opener as to what that whole world was about, because I had never experienced anything like it. The Messina thing was on a very small scale, because, you know, Jimmy was literally starting over with a new solo career and okay. he had had a lot of a lot of success and he knew he knew what was out there but none of us did we were all very green okay and uh so you're kind of thrown off the deep end for for lrb so now how did that affect you personally well it was just kind of holy cow look at all this stuff and look at all these people and there's fleetwood mac and there's bob marley and there's uh the eagles and heart and all within the first year we were working with all those different people mm-hmm. and Little by little, you find out that everybody's the same. They've got a niche, and they yeah. some of them show up professionally, and some of them don't. <laughs> you kind of part company, and you do your job and keep yourself on the right track, and that stuff all kind of starts sorting itself out as you as go. It goes on. 
and you find out who the, the players are and who the disappointers are, and you also find out who of your heroes were actually really kind of jerks, uh-huh. and their music didn't really relate to who they were as people. They got lucky mm-hmm. for any number of reasons, but um, it was just a real, like I say, the first year was a total immersion into what the music business was really all about, and there's some snakes out there. There's there's some great people, and there's some sharks, and you got to tread lightly around the sharks. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. If you're just joining us, we're in the middle of our chat with Wayne Nelson of the Little River Band, and you can catch them live along with Rick Springfield and Eddie Money this Friday, June 6th at the Mac Center in Council Bluffs. Now, there are five current members of Little River Band and 28 former members. (laughs) So people have come and gone throughout the years. It's got to be a record for a band. They have indeed. And um, I think it puts us in a very unique place. There are a lot of bands out there with people who had helped found the band. They might not be the front man. They might not be the the main focus, but there's still somebody in the band that was one of the founding members. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, bands that started to break up and, and go to court, you know, prior to Little River Band being formed. Right. And our legal structure was such that we looked at that very analytically and said, look, here's the deal. People might come and go. People are going to change their minds. We aren't kids anymore. We were assembled as a business plan. Wasn't like we grew up together and all this. So, if you decide you're going to leave, you sign out. Okay. You get your share of what's in the bank at the moment, you sign away the trademark, and you sign away any use of the name from there forward. It's a grown-up arrangement. Okay. And that's what everybody did. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, years later, when we kept going and decided to start making new music again in the year 2000, suddenly people kind of said, hey, well, thanks very much for continuing on, but we're going to step back in now. We're going to take the name back. Mm. And we went, no, we've got legal paperwork that you all signed saying you can't do that. I think we may be unique in that regard that the band has continued on. This lineup of this band has been together longer than the original members of the band were. Wow. It's very little known fact. I mean, it's not like we're out there talking about the changeover in personnel. But people are coming to the show now to see these guys, us, us and the music, of course, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying they're coming strictly because of us, but they're coming and knowing who they're going to show up and see. And see, right. Um, as opposed to, there was a time when it was like a revolving door of who was singing lead and what kind of style the band put forward and so on and so forth. It was very chaotic and unpredictable and mm-hmm. Quite frankly, that was another way I got bit by ego and so on and so forth is I was barely in the band for a year and there were wholesale changes being made to major songwriters and the lead singer and people were coming and going. In the first four years I was in the band, I turned around and looked. It was me and one other guy that had been in the band since the beginning and that was it. It was a whole new set of faces within two years. Yeah. So that's not what you signed up for but um, there's a thread that goes back to those guys and I happened to be that thread yeah i think people are happy there's somebody in the band that was there back then but it's a whole new set of faces and it's a damn good band and delivering the songs with a whole lot of energy because of you know they respect the history and now we've been given the chance to make new music so Mm -hmm. i can't argue with any of it yeah Yeah. well we're going to bring you more of our in-depth interview with wayne nelson of the little river band next weekend but in the meantime, make sure you catch them this Friday, June 6th, at the Max Center in Council Bluffs. You're listening to the Mulberry Lane Show. We've come to the end of Hour 1, but stay close. Coming up in Hour 2, Richard Marks and Eddie Money. 
Now we're going to take you to break with Night Owls by the Little River Band. And this is Wayne Nelson on the lead. There's a bar right across the street. He's got a need he just can't beat. Out on the floor, he shuffles 